Tell us a little bit about what you saw and, and, and being able to relay that message to Cora when you watched Kimbrel pitch and, and kind of help out so he wasn't uh, tipping his pitches. So tipping pitches, we hear about it all the time. People at home understand what tipping pitches is all about. It's amazing. Man. And that's remarkable. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tipping Pitches. A little different on the intro this week. Uh, I'm solo. No Alex on the intro. Uh, have no fear. Alex is not missing. Alex has not quit the podcast. It's just me, Bobby, this week because I am traveling the week of the 4th. So we are airing an old episode from December 1st, 2019. Uh, we didn't want to let the feed go entirely dark. We wanted to run this old episode uh, that a lot of you might not have heard. We've had a lot of listeners join since December 1st, 2019, which we're very thankful for. Uh, it's been amazing to feel the show grow and hear people tell us that they're new listeners or they're recent converts over to listening to tipping pitches so we're gonna run this old episode it's a special episode that we did talking right after thanksgiving ended about the domination of winter holidays by different sports so we talked a bit about you know football on thanksgiving and nba christmas day and we tried to imagine what that would look like for baseball uh, and whether or not baseball could sort of gamify and eventize one of the federal holidays that happened during the baseball season. So this was a fun conversation that we had from a couple of years ago. Before we get to that, I just want to remind everyone uh, a couple a couple housekeeping things. Please don't forget you can always call into the show. We obviously won't be doing voicemails this week uh, because Alex and I are not recording in real time. The voicemail number is 785-422-5881. And you can also uh, go to tiny.cc backslash nationalize if you want to buy a unionize the miner shirt or a steel bases not wages shirt. Uh, we're working on getting a couple new designs up. So keep your eyes peeled for any announcement on those over the coming weeks and or months. We will be continuing to drop new shirts from time to time and potentially some other fun stuff other than shirts. So really excited there. And last thing before we get into our conversation about making a national baseball holiday is I just want to take a quick second to thank everyone who has been listening to the show over the course of this season. Uh, it's been amazing to interact with you all, whether that's through voicemails, like I mentioned, 75422-5881, or whether that's through emails. Uh, if you don't want to hear your voice on the podcast, I completely understand. Um, it's really meant a lot to us. And if you enjoy the show, truly, we would appreciate it so, so much if you would share it with other people that you think might enjoy it because you know we're operating on our own, independent. It's really hard to grow the show. Uh, speaking candidly, it's very hard to grow a podcast from nothing uh, when you don't have the support of a larger network. So it would really mean the world to us if you know we're kind of approaching the halfway point of this season and we're going into a big off season for the show this coming winter with the CBA negotiations coming up. So you know, if you have the time, if you have a second right now to send this to someone that you think would enjoy it or send your favorite episode to someone that you think would enjoy it, we would be so, so, so appreciative. Um, before I throw it to this episode, I think I should take this opportunity that Alex isn't here to do a 25-minute rant about jerseys and also do a 30-minute rant right after that about how the DH is useless. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
We're going to go to our recast from December 1st, 2019. But before we do, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Today's episode of Tipping Pitches is brought to you by Horse, one of my favorite basketball podcasts. Horse is a podcast about ridiculous stories, internet drama, and some of the biggest and baddest personalities out there today, all from the world of basketball. Hosts Adam and Mike want the world to know how unbelievable the history and culture of basketball is. They're here to fight gatekeeping and prove that it's entertaining for everyone to follow, from super fans to folks who've never cared about sports before. Whether it's a shot-by-shot breakdown of Get Your Head in the Game from High School Musical or a thorough discussion of the best and worst food at NBA arenas, the Horse Boys have got you covered. New episodes release every Monday. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. It is one of my absolute favorites, and it has been for quite a while. I've been on it. The Horse Guys have been on our show a couple times. It's an absolute delight to listen to. It's not like other sports podcasts that you've heard. Just search Horse in your podcast app or check out horsehoops.com. Horse, H-O-R-S-E, because basketball is more than what happens on the court. In light of Thanksgiving having just passed, um, I was thinking about how Thanksgiving and Christmas probably the two, maybe the two biggest holidays, the two biggest at-home holidays in the United States holiday calendar. Um, the ones where you're just kind of like sitting around with your family, watching TV. Both of those are dominated by different sports. Obviously, Thanksgiving is dominated by football and Christmas is dominated by basketball. Now, like if you're not a fan of either of those sports, probably you don't associate them with with that holiday. But I think the majority of Americans associate those sports with um, those holidays with those two sports. And I think that does a lot for those sports. Like, I think it goes a long way in terms of giving them like a certain like nostalgia and a certain foothold in the consciousness around what that sport means to watch with family and what that sport means to like watch when you know you're going to have off work. And in thinking about this, like I wanted to start considering like, well, how could we make this for baseball? Because it's not like we can steal Thanksgiving or Christmas because that's not even during the baseball season. Um, A lot of the major holidays are actually during cold months. And it's sort of slim pickings for if we wanted to redesign a baseball schedule where we could steal an entire day and make it into this sort of um, nostalgic kind of like family holiday that I think baseball is actually better suited for than football and basketball. Because... I don't really enjoy sitting around and watching football on Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, and I know you didn't do that yesterday because you weren't sitting around with like your extended family or anything like that. And you don't, you watch football to begin with, but I was sitting there watching these shitty football games. The first three football games that I've watched of 2019 thinking, you know, it would be a lot better than this <laughs> three baseball games. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is like, Baseball as a sport is much better suited, I think, to like kind of, as we've talked about before, it's great as, it's a great entertainment experience that you can consume passively. So when you have family around or you're eating, you know, whatever appetizers, whatever, and people are, people are coming in and out of the house and you're sipping your wine, you can just kind of, you don't chugging have to be- Chugging that gl- wine. Yeah, chugging that wine. No exactly. sipping around here. <laughs> You you don't have to sit down for three hours like you would a football game. You know, when the football game comes on, 
if you care about it, like you're going to be watching it and you're probably not going to move. You know, you're going to have an uncle who's going to swat your hand away as soon as you even go for the remote. Baseball is, I feel like, a much more family-friendly sport, much less violent, which, Mm -hmm. uh, which we're pro. I'm pro less violence. The shorter way of saying that is I'm anti-violence. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get that tatted on you. Pro less violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all positive around here, you know. I'm not anti anything. I'm pro less fascism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro no war. <laughs> no, I think you're totally right about that. Like I I think it would be a more enjoyable experience where you could actually like look away from the tv and talk about what you're doing in life and not just talk about like the thing that's going on on the screen it wouldn't monopolize in the way that the nfl does and and in terms of the nba like i really like nba christmas day i think they do a really good job of it they do a really good job of picking what ma- like interesting matchups every year it's usually like either a rivalry or a return game or a game between like the marquee NBA franchises. And there's also a lot of hype around the jerseys too, right? Like it's clearly marketed as its own like standalone kind of package, which is really nice. Yes. And the jerseys, like they have this nice cursive script. It's like, it's all under the same umbrella very clearly. Like they do a good job of it. And I think maybe that's what we should strive for rather than like the NFL Thanksgiving thing. Um, Like this whole package kind of thing. But the NBA is just like not as many people watch it, you know? It is a very passionate, devoted fan base, but I feel like not as many people casually know what's going on in the NBA as they casually know what's going on in baseball. So I don't know. I, th- I think there's something here. If we were commissioners for a day, like if you had, like what you asked me last week, I think we could figure something out around making a baseball centric U.S. federal holiday. <laughs> So here we go. Let's <laughs> run down the this. list. Let's do it. Let's run down the list of federal holidays. Okay. <laughs> real, real baseball offseason content right Just, here. My prep for this week was Googling federal holiday calendar. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is hard because it has to be like, it can't just be a national holiday. It has to be a federal holiday that like people are, are not probably working. guaranteed off for most likely. Yes. So our, it's kind of, it's kind of slim pickings here, but we're going to make it work. Okay. New Year's Day. That one's out. Yep. <laughs> Martin Luther King Day, January 21st. Also out. George Washington's birthday. Is that really what we're calling Wait. it now? That is the federal holiday? Isn't it just President's Wait, pre- Day? It's President's Day, right? It's, it says right here on redcourt.com. Uh, well, if Red Court says it, then I go, I go to them for all my federal holiday questions. Yeah. Well, now that we don't have Deadsman. Um <laughs> That's February 18th. That's also probably out. Okay, now we're in baseball season. Memorial Day, May 27th. Independence Day, July 4th. Labor Day, September 2nd. Columbus Day, October 14th. That's too late. Yeah, in the middle <laughs> of the postseason. In the so. mid- <laughs> we just stop everything real yeah. quick. <laughs> and then the rest are Veterans Day, November 11th. That's after the season, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So... We basically have three choices, or we can do a build your own. Where do you want to start? What do you think is either the obvious choice, the choice that maybe Rob Manfred would lean towards if you pitched it to him, or just what you think is the best? 
the obvious one here is Independence Day, 4th of July. I mean, it's in, it's right in the middle of summer. America's pastime and America's future. Baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet, right? Like, it's it's all... It it feels it almost feels too easy, but you could absolutely see like baseball coming up. I mean, they they already do this where you for various holidays where they change the uniforms and you have this kind of like like jingoistic, like nationalistic um, aesthetic to everything, and maybe they sing the national anthem a little bit harder. And there's just you know there's a lot of patriotism, and I feel like if you were to pitch any holiday to to baseball. To the, to the guys up on top, this would be the one that they would go to, right? Yeah, well, so they already have like kind of a form of this in that they change the uniforms on Independence Day. They, well, a lot of people already have that day off. There's a full slate of games. I just don't think that they give the full force behind it. Like, I think they just assume that because people have off and because there's changed uniforms and it's the middle of summer that you're going to go out to the ballpark, right? But like, Again, like this is a holiday where people are with family. They're at cookouts. They're at pool parties. They're on a boat. Like whatever the hell you're doing with your family, um, on a boat. I don't know who's on a boat. <laughs> am I on a boat? What am I? I'm on a fucking boat. ridge from North Shore, yeah. Long Island. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Lonely Island vibes. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that is the obvious choice. But let me make a counterclaim to that. And yes. it's in what you said, that it is already so kind of jingoistic, nationalistic. It it would inflame baseball's tendencies to want to just kind of lean into that. You like war, I guess. You must like people swinging bats. It would, it would be positively unbearable. Like, it yes. would be... I, I can just see baseball, like, taking this to the, like, 110% extreme and just wringing all the fun out of it you know like every commercial break you talk to a veteran or you talk to a cop or you just like show pictures of the flag in just silence waving. for like 60 <laughs> seconds just a gif of the flag just waving <laughs> slowly yeah i can see this going very badly even yeah. watching the the football games yesterday like the national anthem during it was like hello dramatic they have the 100-yard flag, which if you don't have a 100-yard flag, then you're obviously not patriotic. Yeah. I also have a 100-yard flag. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's just rolled up. It takes up half my house, but it's okay. <laughs> and, like, that's on Thanksgiving, which is, like, not really supposed to be that patriotic of a holiday. Yeah. So, yes, if it was if it was on July 4th, I think that we would maybe lose, lose the grip on the wheel pretty quickly. Yeah. Us, the, as, the, us as, like, Baseball fans who just want to watch baseball. Yeah. 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 I mean, the the easiest thing about that is that there's already really iconic imagery around it. You know, red, white, and blue, American flag. It's it'd be it'd be very easy to like kind of paste that color scheme onto every MLB team and just like call it a day. It's already half the team's color scheme. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The other thing is that on July 4th is the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And I feel like there's something there where you could combine these two mm-hmm. ideas yeah, and just make it a full day of American iconography, but maybe keep the, the, the war out. Yeah. If we can push the war out. Yeah. You know, 
<laughs> I mean, my political platform for 2020 is maybe we can push the war out. Put, just push the war out, just a, just a little bit. It's a little less war. Um, yeah, and like one of the one of the more classic parts of the football games on Thanksgiving, right? Is it like you eat the turkey after the game, right? You have a player. And they just give them a big old, big old leg of turkey, and they, yeah. they chomp down. Nothing and, like you can't separate a man and his turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like you could very, very easily port something like that over to baseball in the form of hot dogs, right? After the Yankees play the whoever, just just have Aaron Judge face off in a hot dog eating contest with Giancarlo Stanton. I'd watch that, or I Mike would, Trout. Yeah, or Mike Trout. He could probably body some hot dogs. I'm sure he could body some hot dogs. He's from Jersey. He's used to eating processed meat growing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so what do we think of July 4th? Do we want to explore the idea of the other holidays? I think I want to keep it as an option. Like, yes. I think it's like a, it has a wide range of how successful it could be. It could be like an 8 out of 10. could also end up being like a 3 out of 10. And knowing the way that baseball messes almost everything up would more likely be like a four or a five out of 10. Right. There would be like some hot dog controversy over like the size of the hot dog and the, you know, the drag on the, the drag coefficient on the, the hot dog. dog. <laughs> wow, it's just flying down his throat today. I don't know what's up. <laughs> it's a juiced hot dog. Um, okay, I think, what do you think about Memorial Day? Because I want to make a case for Labor Day next, but what do you think about Memorial Day? May 27th, it's like right at the end of the first third of baseball or like a little past that, you know, you've got an idea of what what teams are going to be doing what. This is like right around the time last year that the Nationals kind of had their turnaround. Do you think that we could package anything around Memorial Day or is that an even more fraught conversation than Independence Day? Uh, I mean, the thing about like all of these holidays is they have some level of like nationalism behind them. All of them do just kind of inherently holidays just a really weird concept in general i think a holidays the, our holidays should be based around like when matt harvey got called up <laughs> yes exactly yeah oh and when another, matt chapman's first gold glove was announced we need the ramon laureano throw in another episode we need to come up with our own like federal holidays but solely based around baseball that would be way more fun all of the baseball holiday content you could ever need. And, and much, much Just more. Just redesigning the calendar. <laughs> Memorial Day could be fun because it's early enough in the season that most teams are still in it. Um, it's kind of just... Yeah, that's important. Everywhere. Like, you, you've kind of reached the point in the season where it's just starting to warm up. Even in, like, really cold places, like, it feels like spring has sprung everywhere. You know, <laughs> okay, Tumblr. <laughs> that said, it feels like it just feels like dollar store Fourth of July. You know, oh, <laughs> it's like some <laughs> fucking spice about Memorial Day out here. <laughs> it's just like we're mostly celebrating the same stuff. If we're being quite honest, like we lump a lot of that Memorial Day stuff into the Fourth of July anyway. Yeah, it's like Mem- somber Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you don't eat hot dogs, you eat your feelings <laughs> some might say that's the same thing <laughs> no i i'm with you i think that that would be a tough one to kind of keep the as we said maybe 
push the war, nudge the war out of the conversation because it's literally designed around the fallen military personnel. It's a remembrance day. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, that that is not a good idea for this holiday. You want to give me your, your Labor Day, your Labor Day takes? You bet I want to give you my Labor Day takes. <laughs> I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But I do want to make a case for for it as our holiday. So, Labor Day. First Monday of every year. Floating day. Like Thanksgiving. It's a day that you know you're going to have off from work because they turn it into a long weekend. Hopefully you have off from work. I hope, I hope if you're listening, you get Labor Day off because there are some people who don't which is all you need to know about the state of labor in America, that you don't have Labor Day off as a laborer. But it's an extended weekend, so you maybe have some time to travel. You have some time to rest and relax. It's kind of like the last-ditch beach holiday if you're really a beach person, you know, and you live in a warmish climate. It's like the end of beach season. So maybe you go on a little beach vacation getaway, you come back from Monday and you got our Labor Day baseball day content crossover. And at the same time, instead of talking about the past wars that we've been successful in, <laughs> we talk about the past labor strifes that we've fought and won. Maybe we do the first game, we do a little B roll segment about the fight for the eight hour workday. And the second game, we do a little, you know, a little cutaway. We feature Pedro Martinez doing a segment about the federal minimum wage and maybe endorsing Bernie Sanders' $15 minimum wage. The third game, we do a deep exploration of the way that the, you know, like different, like the women's suffrage movement interacts with labor in America. How about that? I think that would be totally kosher with Major League Baseball. I think I mean oh, I think I'm, Rob Manfred would be like labor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm all for it. Frankly, I say Labor Day doesn't go far enough. I say we go full on just leftist propaganda and do it on May Day. May the first. Oh my International gosh. Workers Day. <laughs> I mean, baseball players, they are workers under the thumb of capital. Less so than maybe you and I. Yes. <laughs> but Let's just let's just celebrate socialism. Let's just celebrate anarchism and the Haymarket affair. Like let's do all like la- Labor Day is the is the conservatives labor holiday, right? <laughs> May you Day. There's so much spice about it's holidays. just like overthrow everything. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to take back Labor Day through baseball. Yeah. So that's why I would advocate for Labor Day. I think it would be a tough sell. What do you think? I think you could probably make that sort of thing work. I mean, like, you could package it in a way that celebrates... I mean, any one of these is going to inherently kind of celebrate America because that's just what it's baseball does. a day that does. all of America has off, too. Y- yeah. yeah, exactly. One of the pros about it is that it's not inherently, like, militaristic, even yeah. though MLB would find some way to incorporate that, you know, Absolutely. obviously. The the hard thing about it is that because it's so late in the season, do you think it's still a spectacle if like you pick a couple powerhouse teams or something who you think are going to be in it at the beginning of the year, and then it turns out the Red Sox were, you know, out of the running by June or something like that? 
Like, does that change the calculus at all? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, in the NFL and the NBA, like, it's kind of their midway point. So you do have teams that can be out or can just be really end up being really bad. Like the Lions play every year on Thanksgiving and they're always really bad. So they're usually out of it by Thanksgiving. And in the NBA, I think what they try to do and I think what they do well is they pick marquee franchises. They pick powerhouse teams with big fan bases. But then they also pick like young and up up and coming teams. So they pick like the Pelicans. Where I think like in baseball, you could pick two teams that you think are going to be incredible. Like you could pick a rematch of last year's World Series. That could be a thing that you do every year. Because chances are, after you go to the World Series, you're probably still going to be pretty good. If you take it back two years, you had a rematch of Dodgers-Astros in the 2018 version of what we're trying to talk about. That was still would have been a really good matchup. That still would have been a matchup between the two best teams in baseball. And then if you pick other teams that have maybe young, exciting pitchers, you hope they don't get injured. Like, there's a decent chance that that there will be enough fun players on the field. And I think, like, there are going to be a decent amount of teams out of it by September 2nd. Like, probably most teams. That's an entirely different problem that we have in baseball. But if you only choose, like, three games. Like, I think one of the problems with the way that Independence Day is, like, currently structured in baseball is that so many teams play that it doesn't feel... Like worth it to celebrate any individual game. You just watch your own team like you would any other day of the season and it just feels run of the mill and maybe they shoot off some fireworks at the game you go to. But if you just limit it to three games and everyone else has the day off, then you could kind of orchestrate it or engineer it or flex it so that it ends up being like Justin Verlander versus Chris Sale or something. And you hope that the teams kind of lean into that. It's almost like a second all-star break, except you're actually playing with your regular teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Labor Day specifically would work nicely going forward, I think, because we don't have September call-ups anymore. Like in past years, it would have made it really difficult because you run the risk of having a team that's completely out of it and is starting just like scrubs at this point in the season. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. You have 15-person bullpens, and it's just like, what, what are we doing here? This isn't yeah. baseball anymore. So it's Just like big-time Chris Mazza energy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so we've got, our, we've got our three options. I think we've made cases for each one. If you had to pick one, what do you think you would land on? I think I still, I think I thought I was going to land on Labor Day, but I think I still might land on Independence Day. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried about all of the things we talked about. I'm worried about it becoming just like tanks rolling across center field for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm worried about someone shooting off like a, a semi-automatic weapon into the sky during Rockets Red Glare of the National Anthem. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get baseball players like hitting a home run, crossing the plate, and just like doing a salute. You know, like Pete, Pete Alonso is going to do that. You know that. <sighs> you didn't have to bring Pete into this. <laughs> but like it provides so much more opportunistically because it's summer. Everyone kind of already spends that day with family, which I think is really key to this. Like I, we, t- we touched on that briefly at the beginning, but I think associating it with a day where you have off, you're spending time with your family. You have an opportunity to to talk with people to talk about baseball I think would do a lot for the game and 
not to be like too narrowed in on it, but I think like the Nathan's hot dog eating thing is like legitimately a way to like cross promote, you know, like the same type of people who want to watch Joey Chestnut body 70 hot dogs are probably going to want to watch Pete Alonzo mash a home run. Like those feel like pretty tight Venn diagrams. You know what I'm just thinking about kind of as we talk about this, the really the only problem with really all three of these holidays, uh, why Thanksgiving and Christmas work so well is because not only are you with family, but because it's like fall slash winter, you're You're indoors already. Yeah. Fourth of July poses an issue because a lot of people are outside, whether they're at the beach or they're barbecuing or they're, you know, maybe you're on your apartment roof or you're just on your front lawn or whatever. (laughs) You when you say that, these places that you hang out outside, it sounds so ridiculous. Like, you're just on a roof or you're on a lawn. But, like, <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. So so how do you circumvent that? Maybe that's just a whole other issue that, you know, we tackle next uh, next episode. Do you have Rob Manfred send one iPad to every family in America? I think, sure. Yeah. I'm in, UBI I'm in with that. Rob Manfred. <laughs> universal fandom income (laughs) full circle baby (laughs) yeah that is definitely a problem and I thought about that on Labor Day because you're probably spending Labor Day inside right like it's September most places are cold it's not really an outdoor holiday unless it's like your final beach weekend like I was describing when introducing Labor Day interesting way (laughs) for me to go in, in describing Labor Day most people just turn it into a three day weekend but yeah um yeah, that definitely is a problem. It definitely is a problem. <laughs> mm. I mean, hella, hella dudes have outdoor TVs, right? Hella dudes have outdoor TVs, do just they? Chill, just chilling in I the don't. garage. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely would skew towards like upper middle class families who have like a, a TV outside next to where they grill and like <laughs> not like young people who are trying to attract who probably don't even have cable and don't even have well we would need to make it more accessible to watch and idea yeah, but i just can't help that like baseball is a summer holiday if you want if you like baseball you like being outside and you find a way to watch it anyway or yeah. why don't we just make the tickets all four dollars fourth of july four dollars you know there you go or if that's too cheap for you make them 17 dollars and 76 cents like i don't get like <laughs> find some way to rig it so that everyone can go easily and you can access it and if you're not going to be if you're not going to be at the game itself then you can go inside for one of the three games or two of the three games or whatever it might be yeah if you have like a like a morning game an afternoon game and an evening game i feel like it's spread out enough that you'll be able to catch at least like one of the spectacles right if you have like a Stream yeah. it live on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TV and everywhere, YouTube, like make it free for that day. Like it's not, you got to widen the net. Like you can't, ju- we can't just keep going back to the same 50 to 70 year old white men who remember the Bill Buckner error. Like we got to, <laughs> we got to strive to be better and more interesting and more rooted and invested in people who can actually watch and want to develop a new type of love for baseball this is this is how we describe baseball demographics it's bb and ab before buckner and after buckner (laughs) (laughs) you want to use a different one let's use the freaking kirby pocket home run or whatever (laughs) no i like it i think it's good before ricky henderson and after after ricky henderson how about that 
Yeah, but everyone should know who Ricky Henderson is. So right, but count. he's kind of like the arrival, you know, in a religious <laughs> sense. <laughs> this is tough. I don't know which one we should land on. I think maybe we. Uh, I think maybe we should turn it over to listeners because if y'all have any ideas of what holiday we should put this on, please just I'm, just tell us. I'm open to a create your own holiday. Yeah. Anytime in August, Leo season, you know? Bang. Let's make it August 5th for Alex's birthday. Woo! You heard it here first. Do you you not want people to know when your birthday is? (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Thanks for listening to that flashback episode. Much appreciated. Uh, If that was the first time you heard it, I hope you enjoyed it. If that was your second time listening, I hope it didn't sound too redundant or you didn't remember it uh remember you can buy a shirt at tiny.cc backslash nationalized you can call into the podcast at 785-422-5881 i hope everybody is enjoying their july 4th as much as possible uh and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week thanks everyone hello everybody uh i'm alex rodriguez tipping pitches tipping pitches this is the one that i love the most tipping pitches so we'll see you next week see ya